takes the power of sin in darkness whose love is mighty and so much stronger the king of glory the king above all kings who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder and leaves us breathless in all in wonder the king of glory the king above all kings yeah this is amazing grace this is unfailing love oh that you would take my place that you would bear my cross you laid down your life that I would be saved you done for me who brings our chaos back into order who makes the orphan a son and daughter the king of glory the king above all With truth and justice Shines like the sun And all of its brilliance The King of glory The King above all kings Yeah, this is amazing grace This is unfailing love That you would take my place Oh, that you would bear my cross You laid down your life That I would be set free Oh, Jesus, I sing for all that you've done for me Worthy is the Lamb who was saved Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Come on. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Unfailing love, oh, that you would take my place, that you would bear my cross. You laid down your life, that I would be set free. Oh, Jesus, I sing for all that you've done for me.
He's coming on the clouds. Kings and kingdoms will bow down. And every chain will break. This broken heart declares praise. For who can stop the Lord Almighty? And our God is the Lion, the Lion of Judah. He's roaring with power and fighting our battles. And every knee will bow before Him. And our God is the Lamb, the Lamb that was slain. For the sin of the world, his blood breaks the chains. And every knee will bow before the lion and the lamb. Oh, every knee will bow before him. So open up the gates, make way before the king of God who comes to save is here to set the captives free. Oh, who can stop the Lord Almighty? Our God is the Lion, the Lion of Judah. He's roaring with power, and He's fighting our battles. Every knee will bow before Him. Our God is the Lamb, the Lamb that was saved. Sin of the world, his blood breaks the chains. Every knee will bow before the lion and the lamb. Oh, every knee will bow before him. Stop the Lord Almighty. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Yeah, who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Yes, who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord? Our God is the Lion, the Lion of Judah. He's roaring with power and He's fighting our battles. And every knee will bow before Him. Our God is the Lamb. He's the Lamb that was slain. His blood breaks the chains and every knee will bow before the lion and the lamb Oh, every knee will bow before Him We all pray with me God, thank you so much for this night and thank you for all the people that have come here, God and I pray that you will just whatever chains or whatever bondage is in our heart or just any struggles that's going on outside of school or home or whatever it is, God, I pray that you'll just 
heal that and just break those chains and break that bondage of whatever's holding us back from, from your presence, God. I pray that you'll just, you'll just fall on all of our spirits tonight, God, and I pray that you'll just really show your love, and I pray that we'll be able to experience it with full hearts. Just open our hearts, God, tonight. Amen.
to the altar. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood. Oh, come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Amen, guys. You know, just being here tonight with all of you is so, so amazing. Last year, just <clears throat> talking to Chris, and we were like, well, man, what's God going to do with us? You can go and start playing into the next song. But um, we were just sitting there talking. We were wondering, like, man, what's what's God going to do with this? Like, what's going to happen? Like, is this just going to be another thing that just kind of dies out? And uh, I want you guys to know that anything that you involve God in, if God wants it to happen, it's going to happen. So the reason that you guys are here right now is because it's part of your plan and part of your life is you're supposed to be here tonight. And I want to thank you guys. Because you guys are going to go on a crazy journey with us. And I, I just want to tell you guys, as we're going on this journey together, just put God first in your life and just trust in God. And he will take you to amazing places that you've never been. I can tell you when, when I was just kind of just a regular person, I didn't really have God in my life. My life was not the same. I can tell you Chris's life wasn't either. And he'll tell you that if you've heard his testimony, it wasn't the same. But as soon as you ask God to come into your life and you ask God to be with you and you just take God with you, he will take you to amazing places. I've gone so far and I never thought that, I never thought I'd be doing this whenever I was younger. And so it's, it's just amazing, guys. Just put God first in your life and trust him. He'll do great things. Nothing worth more that could ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen all the sweetest of loves. My heart becomes free and my shame is undone. Your presence. Come on, sing this. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Come for this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory. God is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Your presence, There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. No thing can compare, you're our living home. 
I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves when my heart becomes free and my shame is undone your presence Lord oh. Holy Spirit you are welcome here come for this place and fill the atmosphere your glory God is what our hearts long for to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Oh, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Comfort this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for to be Father, right now, God, I ask, uh, Father, I thank you for softening each and every one of our hearts, God, turning them to you. Father, I ask that you just increase uh, more and more and make our hearts softer and softer and softer. Bring each and every one of us to our knees, Father, before you, because your glory and your love are so great. Father, speak to each and every single person. Including myself, 
including everyone on the worship team. God, every single person in here, Father, speak to each and every one of us, God. Change us from the inside out. Renew our minds, Father, according to your word and your will. God, just let your fire fall over this place. Your fire, God, all over this city. I ask that in Jesus' name. If everyone can try to sit in the first two rows, and then when those are filled up, go to the third. But I feel like we should all, let's all get together. If it's possible, if it's not cool. Come over here. So who, who, who has heard from God before? Who has ever heard from him like in your entire life? Okay. Keep your hands up real quick, everybody. And this is just honest. Don't, like, don't feel bad about it. Just, let's just get real tonight, okay? Who hears from God every single day of their entire life? If you never heard from God, um, I think you're going to tonight, and it's going to be really, really awesome. Um, let me get this real quick. Just in case I need this. Does anyone have Bibles on your phone or something? Okay, I'm going to give everyone time to go to... Luke chapter 12 real quick. I won't be here long, but just so everyone reads this in the grants. Uh, any version you want, bro. There's like a Jamaican version, though. Don't do that one. Have you ever read that one? The Jamaican version? It's on the Bible app, I promise. It's weird. It's kind of funny. 12. And then we're going to go to uh, verse 2. Just kind of look up if you're there. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, uh, yeah, verse 2. <clears throat> this is Jesus speaking. He says, But there is nothing covered up that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. Accordingly, whatever you, whatever you have said in the dark will be heard in the light. And whatever you have whispered in the inner rooms will be proclaimed upon the housetops. I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after, after that have no more uh, that they can do. But I will warn you, uh, I will warn you whom to fear. Fear the one who 
after he has killed, has the authority to cast into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. That is so cool. It's up there, too. That's so cool, dude. Sorry. All right. Um, yeah, man. Uh, and then there's like a parallel. It's in Matthew chapter 10. Uh, I think it's like 27 here. I'm going to go there real quick just so I read that one as well. Um, that's what I felt like God wanted me to share, man. And I just I looked these up. I remember hearing them. You know, like when you hear something and you know it's in the Bible somewhere, but you're like, I don't know where it's actually at. Um, yeah, there it is. So Matthew 10, 27. Uh, Jesus talking as well. I think, I think it's the same like event, recording the two different Gospels. And he says, uh, When I tell you in the darkness, speak in the light. And what you hear whispered in your ear, proclaim upon the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body but are unable to kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Um, and so that like, that part where he says, you know, uh, proclaim what, what is whispered in your ear, proclaim that from the rooftops. Um, man, like, who, who thought Converge was like super awesome? Who was there? Or Revive or whichever one you're at. Okay, cool. So, the point of all these gatherings, man, is like we, we are seeking revival. Like, does anyone else want to see revival? Like, want to see that? Like, seriously, want to see people know that they're loved, man. You know? And like, see self-harm and depression and suicide and all that stuff, like, stop. Like, do y'all want to see that? Yeah. Like, that, that's the point of, of, all, of all of our gatherings. But man, like, none of that comes from an event. Like, God, God reveals himself and makes himself known and, like, moves really, really powerfully and, like, converge and revive and all. Like, he mean, he heals people, you know? People have been physically healed, spiritually healed, uh, saved, like, all that, man. And it's been super, super awesome. But revival is not going to come unless we proclaim from the rooftops what is whispered in our ear. Like, the basis of revival, the basis of people coming to know who Jesus is is by you telling them. It's not by just by inviting them from event to event to event to event because if I'm being honest with you, man, like I don't define who I am when I'm up on a stage with a microphone in my hand. I am who I am in between those times. Like, you know, I get the honor to be able to speak and stuff and God's given me, you know, the, the opportunity to do that but uh man like god told me one time you know he said you know it's not who you are on the stage it's who you are on your way to the stage and so like it's it's the in between that's where life happens right that's where um man sometimes like and i'm sure you've been here too and i've been here many times man where i'm, I'm in my room in the dark crying myself to sleep because i don't know what's going on and i don't know like God, who am I? What is going on? I feel like the people I live with don't support me. I feel like, um, man, I haven't heard you speak to me in like two months. And I feel like I just keep screwing everything up. I just can't get, I can't get anything right. Have any of y'all been there before? Any of y'all? I promise you that's not his will for you, man. Like, 
Seriously, promise you, that is not God's will for you. The fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, kindness. There's a whole lot more. I promise I know. <laughs> but, but the one I'm trying to point out there, man, is joy. Joy. That is a promise. The Holy Spirit was like the Holy Spirit coming was, was the promise. He said, I must go so he can come. That's, that's Jesus telling us, like, this isn't maybe going to happen. This is going to happen. And when you get the Holy Spirit, that stuff, like, that's not supposed to happen. It happens, yeah. It does. There's going to be days, man, where you don't feel great. This week has been one of those weeks where I haven't felt great, you know? Where you feel just like, anyone ever feel this, like, just huge weightiness right here, emotionally and spiritually, you know? Just like tugging and tugging and you just, my God, come on, man, I need you so bad. That's a good place to be, though. Jesus said, blessed are those who are poor in spirit. When you're in that position, know that you're, you are in a great position, man. When, when you're in the position of, man, God, I need you so, so bad right now. Because I promise you, man, there's so many people out there, so many, man. They don't know the Lord. They don't know what real love is. They know what real money is. They know what family is. They know what kindness is, peace, all these false manifestations of what true love is. But man, like they, they don't they don't know they don't know what real love is. They don't know what real joy is. because they're not poor in spirit, because maybe they've had everything spoon-fed to them all their life. Maybe life kicked them right in the teeth, man, and they're like on the ground and they just, they, they're super, super hard on their heart because they feel like God doesn't love them and God hates them and, and, and God dealt them this crappy life of cards and he could care less about them. Maybe that's some of you tonight, man. Feel like God could care less about you. I promise you he loves you. Man, those, for those of you, man, that are, that are in the other position, that, that are waiting, God, I want you to move so bad. Like, come on, man, let's go. You know, I want to see the cafeteria erupt into praise and worship. Like, dude, that's like, that's my dream. You don't know what my dream is? That's my dream. Um, that doesn't come unless you tell someone. We have to tell them. We have to tell someone. But where does that start? Where does all that start? By hearing the whisper. Hearing that, that soft whisper in your ear. Raise your hand if, you heard, if you've heard God. You raised your hand earlier. Oftentimes, I'm sure you can agree too, it's not some huge, loud, George, I want you to wake up and go to Walmart and talk to a guy named Bill. It's usually not like that. Where's George at? Has, George, has he ever said that to you? It's usually something really, really little, something very, very subtle, something that you have to pay attention to catch. Um, I really liked when, when Sea Will, you can't see him, he's hiding back there. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, he was praying, man, and, and he said, like, we're on this journey together, right? Everyone in this room, you're on this journey together. There's so many empty seats right here of people, man, that are on this journey with you right now. 
They may, they may not be present in this room, but, but man, like, you know they are. They're, they're in this with you. Maybe some of your best friends, man, they weren't able to make it tonight, whatever. Um, today, I, I kept on hearing the word odyssey, the word odyssey. I just kept on, like, getting that. And I, don't, I, I didn't know what it meant, to be honest with you. Uh, I still have a full understanding of what it is. Um, but, like, so I, I just looked up the definition, I just odyssey definition on Google. And it said, um, it's like a journey, an, an eventful journey, um, pretty much, like an eventful journey. Um, like it's, it's like an extended period of time of wondering and like an eventful journey. So pretty much like journey, that's, that's, the, that's the definition. Um, and I was like, well, I don't know if that's what God trying to tell me or if I was just wanting to hear that. I don't know. And so driving to here today, the first car that I looked at to see what kind of car it was was a Honda Odyssey. I was like, that's kind of weird. And then I kept driving again. And then the, like, literally, kid you not, the car right in front of it was also a Honda Odyssey. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, that, that, that's hearing from God, you know. God didn't shake my room and, and, and tell me, you know, look this word up. I just, I started thinking about the word. Uh, for me, like, a lot of times God speaks to me in songs. Um. Like, I'll, I'll hear, like, a song lyric over and over, and I'm just, like, singing it in my head without even realizing it, and then I'll, like, stop in my tracks, and I sing it, and I'm like, oh, wow, okay, I need to hear that or something, you know? Um, so that's how I got the word and then looked it up. And anyway, my point being, man, is is that right here, the people next to you, man, like, these are your brothers and these are your sisters. There's a lot of sisters, hardly any brothers in the house. kind of disappointing, but oh, well, we'll get there. Uh, ladies, these are your sisters, man. Woman. These are your sisters. Dudes, these are your sisters and brothers. Most of y'all not sitting next to other brothers. That's okay. Um, like, you are in this together, man. We are all in this together. That is the point of these revived nights. That is the point of these gatherings. In case you're one, like, we're not here. Like, I'm not here to, to take people away from a youth group. I'm not here to, you know, start a church yet or anything like that or to have a cool program and a cool service where everyone gets loud and like, no. The point of these gatherings, man, is, is I, I want us to come together, together. And just like, God, we need you. That's how we gotta go through our whole lives, man. God, I need you. And so those of you, man, yeah, crying yourself to sleep every night. Take a moment, man. Close your eyes and just, just think for a second. Replay those voices in your head. That's not God. That is not who God says you are. God says you're my child. God says I died for you. God says, I love you with everything I have. God says, you are my son. You're all part of a royal priesthood set apart. And if I'm being honest with you, like, guys, I am so, so sick and tired. I'm honestly, like, feeling like going through life and and not telling anyone, you know, walking past someone that I know hates themselves. And I don't stop and I don't tell them, hey, by the way, someone does love you and his name is Jesus. 
and I love you too. That's what it's about, man. It's not about knowing some some crazy, awesome, eloquent speech and have like this, this track where, I mean, I'm not ragging on tracks. If you hand out tracks, cool, but, but like you don't have to have that. You don't have to have some planned out script that you memorize and have to go through different steps. You don't have to know that. Like if you know Jesus, that's all you, that's all, that's all it is. Give people Jesus. Don't give them yourself. If you go and, and you, you have to, you have to memorize something to be able to talk about that helps you like, cool. But man, just people want real. That's the thing about our generation, man, that I see a lot. Like our, our generation's church attendance and, and, and just being Christians overall or being considered themselves religious or spiritual or whatever is at like an all-time low. Because people want real. They don't want, here's our Sunday program, I hope you enjoy People don't want just a, our generation doesn't want just to recite some lines and sing a couple songs and then walk out the door. That's a waste of time. Why, why, why even show up, right? What's the point of even showing up? Be real with people. And if you've never experienced God to, to the realness, like he wants to show you that tonight. never heard from God, it starts in here. This is for you, for you Christians, like wanting to hear from God. Haven't heard from God in a couple weeks, couple months, couple years. It's in here. Last year, being transparent with you guys, last year I went through like a, a really difficult, uh, just spiritual time of my life where I was really stubborn in here. Um, and it got real, real difficult for me to hear from God. Not because God wasn't there, because I promise you he's there. I promise you he loves you. I promise you he's there. He is there. And he hears your prayers. I know one of you, someone in here needed to hear that. I promise you he hears your prayers. And man, like, I went through these months and then like the summer and I was like, man, I just, I feel so weak. I feel so powerless. I can't do this right now. It's because everything that was going on in here, my heart was cal- my heart was callous, my heart was hard. I was stubborn. I wanted to do things my way. God, like, I know you should say I should pray right now, but man, like, I really want to get on Instagram and just, you know, and then before I do it, I've been on, you know, on my phone for 30 minutes straight without, like, putting it down and asking God, like, what are you thinking right now? I dare you to ask God what he's thinking. He'll tell you something. It'll be like, oh, dude. God, he knows everything, you know. If you, God, God says, if you sow into the spirit, you'll reap of the spirit. If you sow into the flesh, you'll reap of the flesh. So what does that mean? That means pretty much, man, like, if you give your time to fleshly desires, you're going to get fleshly stuff back. 
If you give your time into the Spirit and into what God wants, you're going to reap of the Spirit, a harvest, because He multiplies, man. He will always deliver. There's never been a time where in my life where, where I've been consistently like surrendered and God has been just absolutely silent, arms crossed, looking at me. Even, even if it's not as much during some times, like there's some seasons where he pours all over you. And then there are seasons where it's like little, little nuggets here and there. He's there and he, he, he will speak to you. You just got to position yourself to hear it. Who wants to be used by God? Just be used by him. Not to have to stand on a street corner and scream and shout, but I mean, just be used by God. Just, just, to, just, just to be his love to flow through you. Like, who, who desires that? If you're a follower of Jesus, you have every single tool right here tool belt. You have it. Don't think because you're not qualified that he can't use you. Because you're not qualified, you can't share the gospel. Because you're not qualified, you can't heal the sick. Moses? Have y'all heard of Moses before? Yeah. Moses, like, it suggested that he had like some kind of speech impediment, couldn't talk right. And he literally, like, the Lord, Yahweh, the Father, the Almighty, like, called Moses, hey, I want to use you. And he like, that means he knew clearly that it was God talking to him. A lot of times we don't want to be, like, we don't think we can be used like God because we don't hear him and stuff. Moses heard God call him. And Moses said, no, I, I can't do this. Fast forward years and years later. Parts the sea, man. They escape Egypt from slavery. God wants to use each and every one of you. I promise, like, he wants to use you to lead people out of slavery. The slavery in your own life, he wants to grab it and snap it and break it, like right now. Don't think because you're too messed up or too far gone or you're imperfect and you're not good enough that, well, man, I just can't be used by God because I'm not good enough. Man, there, there's this one guy that, that I listen to a lot. His name is Todd White. Crazy dude, got dreadlocks and awesome dude. Um... He was an angry atheist and a drug addict for over 30 years. Completely like, didn't like God and didn't like people. And, you know, he, he has this girlfriend and this little girl and he threatens his wife and he says, um, if you leave me, I'll kill you and I'll kill myself and I'll kill the guy that you're with. That was his threat. So she obviously, she stayed with him. Time goes on and time goes on and she goes away and man, like he, he's ready. I forgot whose, whose house it was, but he goes into this house to go get a gun to go through with this plan. And he finds his phone book, uh, I think it was on a table or something. He opens the phone book up and the first page is churches. And so he, he calls and this, uh, this guy named Dan answers and um, they schedule an appointment. Anyway, goes up there and meets him and, and he walks in and you know, the guy named Dan walks in the all happily and stuff and obviously Todd's not very happy dude, you know um, going through a lot, wants to kill himself, you know and 
Dan starts telling about Jesus, and he's like, I don't want to hear about Jesus. And the guy's like, well, you're in a church. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> you know? And, uh, and so and this is his testimony, you know? And, and, he, and he says, you know, I finally was like, fine, whatever. If, if he wants my life, I don't want mine, so he can take it. Praise the prayer, whatever. Uh, months go by, he's still, still addicted to, to crack, still doing all this crazy stuff. Um, and one day, he, uh, he gets in the car. He was, he was making a deal with this dude. And the dude gets in his car, and they sit, and um, you know, have the drugs and stuff. He gets in the drugs, and Todd says, he starts reading him his rights, pretending he's an he's undercover cop. So the guy gets out. As soon as the guy gets out, he slams on the, on the gas, goes, and the guy fires, I think it was 10 shots into his back windshield. And in that moment, he said, he heard, he heard God's voice say, I took those bullets for you. Are you ready to give your life to me yet? And so he's like, wigged out, but he still goes and he still tries, he does all the drugs. He said he tried to get, he tries to get high, couldn't get high. God would like, spiritually like, just bonded that, he couldn't get high. You just can't shake this thing, man. And so he ends up going to this uh, this place called Teen Challenge, like a rehab center. And um, long story short, comes out, ends up marrying his wife. They become Christians. Now he's like a dude who goes all over the world, and he's like a huge, you know, well-known preacher. I say that to tell you, man, that each and every one of you, like, I promise you're not too far gone. I promise you God wants to use you. But you have to position yourself to hear him first. I promise you God wants to use you. You just have to position yourself to hear him first. So what does that look like? Well, for me, oftentimes, I just get in my room and I have this like little, little like, not a carpet, but a little rug, okay? Sorry, I don't know, furniture. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like a lot of times, man, like I literally, I, I just get on my knees and I'm like, I just chill right here and I'm like, God, what do you want from me? What do you want to show me? Sometimes I, I put in my headphones and I just walk around. I probably look dumb in my room because I'm dancing around and stuff. I'm not going to dance in front of y'all, but, um, you know, and I, I just go at it, man. And sometimes, like, I promise this is weird, but like the shower, I just like chill. I'm just like, God, who thinks in the shower a lot? Like, who? Yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah. Shower thinkers. Make that a hashtag. <laughs> um, And uh, I feel like when I when I pay for my when I have to pay for my own water bill, my showers are going to get shorter. But in the meantime, I'll take advantage of it. Uh, and so, man, like sometimes I just get in the shower and, I, and I'm just like, God, I just want to hear from you right now. It's not any crazy like up on top of a mountain, you know, with the fog perfectly over you, and like it, it's not like just in your bedroom, man. Just sit, turn the lights off, turn some worship music on, or maybe don't listen to any music. Just sit in the dark and just wait for his presence to come. 
Just wait for his voice. I promise he'll speak. It might not be what you want to hear. Sometimes he's going to call you to put together a huge student rally led by students and hope that people come. You know? That was a scary thought when I first heard that a little bit. I mean, I was, well, I was more excited than scared at first, but then afterwards I was like, oh, geez. I'm, we kind of got to actually do this. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's, it's just... Sometimes he says, you'll just, you'll, you'll just see a verse in your, in your head real quick. Luke 14, 21. What is that? I'm curious now. I actually want to go there. Sorry. The slave came back and reported this to his master. Then the head to the household became angry and said to his slave, Go out at once into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in here the poor and the crippled and blind and lame. And the slave said, Master, what you commanded has been done, and still there is room. And the master said to the slave, Go out into the highways along with the hedges and compel them to come in so that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of these men who are invited shall taste of my dinner. I'm not sure what that means. But maybe that makes sense to one of y'all. Got to go through read the whole thing for me to completely understand that. Um, but like 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 that. I mean, I don't know if that was technically God speaking to me, but but sometimes it's like that, man. Like I just hear a scripture and I I'll go there real quick. Sometimes like as I'm sitting there listening to worship music, I'm not singing or anything, and you know I I just start to see just just picture, man. Just God, God, God just shows me something. It's not weird. Like, visions aren't weird. If you ever had a vision, raise your hand real quick. God's ever shown you a vision. Yeah. You're not alone. Shower visions. Um. Uh, that's weird. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> um. God wants to speak to you. I promise he does, man. And he loves you. Nothing you've done, like, he doesn't hate you for it. Okay? What you did last night, two weeks ago on a Wednesday, three weeks ago on a Thursday, like, he doesn't hate you. He forgives you. All he wants you to do is to come to him and just say, Lord, I need you. That's it. And through that, through that place of humbleness, through that place of God, I need you, he'll whisper to you. And after he whispers to you, proclaim that from the rooftops, man. By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony. Both. The blood of Jesus and also what God brought you out of. That's how revival is going to happen. That's how people are going to want the king that you say you worship. Be real with them and pray for them. And just tell them, hey, Jesus loves you. Sometimes, like, it's that simple. You just walk up and, hey, by the way, I just want to tell you Jesus loves you. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, I'll ask people, I'll say, hey, uh, can I ask you a kind of a weird and awkward question? 
because it's, it's going to be awkward, so you might as well just let them know it's going to be awkward. They seem a little more okay with that. Um, hey, can I ask you kind of a weird and awkward question real quick? And, I, you know, they're like, I guess. <laughs> you know? Especially at the gas station late at night. Oh, get them every time. <laughs> and, uh, hey, can I ask you something kind of weird and awkward? And they're like, yeah. I say, do you follow Jesus? Sometimes it's, yeah. Sometimes it's, I promise you, though, like most likely, no one's gonna reach across the counter and punch you in the face. And if you do, Jesus says, "Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of my name." But, um, like, people are not. You're you're in the you're you're in the United States. You know, I'm not talking about our country, but but like, you're no one's gonna kill you for it. Not right now, at least. Um, and so, man, just just share with people. And when they say no, just be like, "Hey, well." Um, I feel like, you know, I'm just here to tell you, man, that God loves you. Um, and he, he sees everything you do, and I just want to know he has a plan for your life. And that's it, you know? Sometimes it's, they say, yeah, I do. I'm okay. Was there anything I pray with you about? And then you'd be surprised, man. Some people tell you some heavy stuff. I had this dude come to the Chick-fil-A drive-thru the other day, and um, God, like, he was urging me to talk to him, and, and I didn't. And I let him go, and I was like, ah, oh, dang it, man. I should have done that. Who appreciate you? you ever done that? I've done that a lot. And so, I, I, you know, he goes, and I'm like, man, I should have done that. What happens? The guy comes back around again at the window, and I'm like, uh, actually, because it, it's awkward. I'm at work. I'm like, is there is there anything I can pray with you for, man? And he's like, yeah, actually, uh, I'm going through a divorce right now, and he just t- spills his laundry, you know. And it's like, hey, people, especially in our generation, all over, they want real. They don't want another cool program to make him feel warm and fuzzy and then to walk out. To go through the motions and to, to sing the songs and to listen to the, the sermon and to, to leave like... Clearly, that's not working. Be a constant host of God's presence. Just say, Lord, get up in the morning. Lord, what do you want from me today? Sometimes. For me this morning, he just said, Surrender. All right, God, I'm going to try to surrender in every single way I can today. And you never know, God will use you. I promise he'll use you in ways that you don't even know right now. You'll heal, you'll heal broken arms. You'll see people come to know the Lord. You'll see people set free from addictions. Devils will be cast out. Like God will use you in ways that we're totally not qualified for. So right now, um, first, is there anyone here with any physical hurt right now? Anything? Broken arm, sprained arm, sprained leg, anything? Cool. Praise the Lord. Um, if you need, if you need spiritual, emotional healing. If you need this to be, like, healed, just come up here real quick. Don't be weird. Just come up here real quick. Something.
cool with y'all. Me and George are just going to go. We're just going to lay a hand on you and just pray with you. Is that cool? All right, this is weird, but it's not. Um, I feel like what God is saying is God, like, there's been some relationship, maybe, I don't know, I don't know what kind of relationship it's been, but something broken recently or something like that was like weird, caused a lot of hurt in here. Um, and God wants to tell you that even if it was your fault, maybe it wasn't, but even if it was, like, God loves you anyway. God wants to, have, he wants to have a deeper relationship with you so that every other single relationship you ever have with anyone is so much deeper and so much better than that relationship was. And he's going to heal that person too. For real. Just something for all you ladies. The world wants to tell you who to be, how to look. If you look into the eyes of Jesus, he'll shape you in who to be and how to look. Outwardly and in here. He'll cleanse those deep, dark hallways. He'll sweep them out. All that stuff, all that hurt from that one, that, yeah, that guy that caused you all that insecurity. He'll come in and like sweep that stuff out, get it out of there. What your dad said to you, what your mom said to you, what your aunt said, what your uncle said, as a grandparent, what they said to you that, that brought you down, Jesus wants to give you 10 times that and build you up. Not because you're worth it, because he's worth it and he loves you. So if it's cool with y'all, we're just gonna go and pray, pray for y'all, okay? The rest of the worship team, y'all can come back here. Y'all can actually start playing y'all's next song if y'all want.
So we pour out our praise, we pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise to you only, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise, pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out
Heavenly Father, God, thank you so much for tonight. God, thank you for healing. Thank you for love. Thank you for joy. Thank you for peace. Thank you for salvation tonight, God. Father, I ask right now that, God, as we, we just continue to worship you, God, we continue to pour out you. Father, this... This is your people. These are your people. That we are your generation. Father, we live and we ask, God, that we, we don't stop until we see every single knee bowed down to you, Father. People that we don't even like because they're rude, Father, that, that they bow down to you. Father, we, we are broken. We are so broken. Father, but you come to heal. God, you come to receive praise and to give us love. To give us everything we ask for in your goodwill, in your name. To pour your spirit out over us. Father, I ask right now for, for just an outpouring right now of your Holy Spirit over every single person in here. God, those that, that don't know you, Father. God, if you haven't found them yet, find them, Father. Just call them to you. 
those of you that are that have been called and that, that weren't Christians or thought you were Christian and you found out, man, that there's maybe I wasn't following Jesus. I want you to know right now that like you don't gotta wait. It's not gonna be a huge ceremony. Like just confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe it in your heart. So I'm gonna ask everyone right now, uh, just pray out loud. Um, it can be under your breath quietly. It can be loud, whatever you want to do. And those you need to confess, just say, Jesus, you are my Lord. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for the encounter that we, that we can just truly, truly receive. God, God, it is your glory that we are trying to display, God. God, nothing we can do can imitate what you want to do, God. Let it be your faithful hands, God, your faithful heart, God. God, that we fail every, every day, God. We will fail each other, God. God, I pray that you truly, truly fill us, God, and that we are a perfect reflection of heaven above. God, that we never lose sight of what, what and why we're running to you. God, it's not about the blessings, God. God, it's because you are great. You are mighty. You are Alpha and Omega. You are Yahweh. Almighty God. Uh, there, there is nothing to test you about, God, but God, you, you bring power and purity, love and patience, comfort and peace. You are a God of peace, God. God, that, that, that fire that's just been building inside of us, God, God, I pray for it to be released, God, with you, and an outpouring uh, for us to leak of your spirit, God, for us to just truly, truly leak, God, that when we come into the room, we discern the atmosphere just shifts, God. Wherever we walk, we are not alone. We are not alone. We never were. I pray all this in Jesus' name.